Greetings, true believers! Nowhere California is heading out to Stan Lee's Kamikaze. The convention will run October 30th and November 1st at the Los Angeles Convention Center. The Generalissimo has a lot in store for this year's event. For more information, go to kamikazeexpo.com. Come on! We did it! I know you got a little Lee in you. Come on, man! Go full-on daredevil on this one! Yeah, take a shot in the dark on this one. Excelsior! There you go! I knew yeah. you could do it! Yeah. I gotta admit, that felt good. You are now entering Nowhere, California. If you like what you hear, you can subscribe to us on your favorite podcast sites like iTunes by searching Nowhere, California. A reminder, Nowhere, California podcast is our old feed, so please subscribe to Nowhere, California, our new feed. Also, you can get your Nowhere, California fix online by going to our official website, NowhereCalifornia.com, and emailing us at Nowhere underscore California at Yahoo.com. Ideas from everywhere, voices from nowhere since 2011. This is Nick. Colossal Balls Die! This is Phil Long Dong Morgan. And this is Josh. My balls are smooth like a baby dolphin's ass. Nice. And if you're still listening after that lovely intro, this is Nowhere California. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, damn. Nick thought he was going to be rusty on this. (laughs) No, I just... Oh, God, I was chomping at the bit to get back in here. Yeah, you jump in that pool, you freaking jump in head first. Yes. Or, I guess, more... Appropriately, balls first. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Well, it's kind going, of going on balls deep. Kind of precedes everything that I do since they are colossal. <laughs> yeah, you might want to get those checked. This might be some seepage or fluid oh, buildup. Oh, there is. There's definitely some fluid buildup. It's uh, look, I'm just trying to put a bright spin on a very tragic condition. So thanks, <laughs> thanks for fucking with me, Josh. Appreciate it. Well, it's gonna take my elephantitis nuts and go in the other room. <laughs> Well, that's the... Well, they're already in the other room. Here's your will, buddy. They're already in the other room. Oh, man. Well, as uh, in our previous episode where we remember the life and career of Wes Craven, Nick's back. (laughs) Yes, I am. And he had to withhold some of this stuff the last time. Now it's Balls of Fury again. Oh, yeah. Oh, absolutely. Balls of Lightning. (laughs) Yes, right. And speaking of odd and awkward and everything like that, um... What the fuck? (laughs) Why am I the odd and awkward thing? Well, your balls are awkward. (laughs) Well, (laughs) when they're resting on your chin, yes, they are very awkward. I'm teasing. I'm teasing. They've never rested on the chin. They bounce gently, but they never rest. If we're going to rest, I have to have the chin of Jay Leno to have them rest. That's right. And I would even break that mantle. Yes. But to continue with awkwardness and everything, I've discussed this before on Nowhere Where... I get the emails for the Nowhere California information and whatnot sent directly to my phone because mm-hmm. who cares about my personal emails? I want to know what's going on with Nowhere. Right. I received probably the weirdest one ever this week. Oh, I love this. Yes. This is weird. Weird, this, weird. This is very, very weird. Um, we'll discuss it afterwards. I'm just going to read it verbatim right now. It, this is from someone known as the German one. I added the Z. Oh, okay. <laughs> but it's from the German one. The German one. And one is in the number? Yeah. Not not the number one. O- O-N-E. All right, yeah. all right. The German one. The German one. And the subject line is, Hello. Yeah. I, I, I'm adding the emphasis. So, Go ahead. So. Okay. Well, I'll be damned. That's right. the way it's written. Okay, yeah. no. Yeah. It, it says speak in German accent with this. Yeah. Or, or evil German accent. Ah. <laughs> okay. So here it goes. Hello, dear. How are you? How are your day? Today, with hope that you are fine and doing well. 
I write to inform you that everything has been done successful and I will give you details in the next minute. I'm reading that verbatim. It's not my crappy ass reading. It really says, yeah, everything have done successful, mm-hmm. and I'll give you, I will give you details in the next email. My question to you guys is, um, should I inform the authorities on this one? <laughs> oh, no. Actually, I'm curious, Josh. I'm like, what the, what the hell kind of business are you running here? I'm, I'm trying to figure that out myself. Because it, 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 is, the, is the fifth right about to happen? What you got, what you got Nick? I'm worried. Uh, well, uh, I got this at 4.30 in the morning. As one would from uh, an email like this. I, I don't know. There's there's a part of me that wants to respond to this, but then there's the other part of me that's like, hide your computer because yeah. I feel like malware is coming behind this. Well, there's or, no uh, attachments or anything. On this one, right. Yeah. Well, but no, I mean, trust me. I, I'm not a moron to go, oh, he's going to send me $50 million if I pay the... <laughs> he's a fucking liar. If there were titties involved, if they were like... Click here to see free tits right now. He'd be like, all right, and then crash. <laughs> well, the first thing I'd be like, are they female? Oh. Yeah, you know <laughs> Somebody's been tricked before. <laughs> <laughs> Fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice. In the crying game. Those eyes, those eyes, thighs, surprise. Oh, it's the crying game. Jesus to call back to you. One uh, night in Bangkok. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, that, that was a weird email to get in this, this morning. Um, I guess to, just to quickly wrap it up, we will keep you guys posted as things evolve or de evolve as some things will go, especially when it comes to online. And right. speaking of de evolve, I recently got the email from uh, Podomatic. I recently ended our pay account with them and everything. Yes. And they are starting to. Take away episodes to meet the quota for the free account of a couple hundred megabytes. Oh. But I sent you both of you guys the email I sent them. Mm-hmm. Where yes. I basically oh, yeah. told them to go fuck themselves. Yeah, because it's bullshit. Yeah. Um, it's funny thing is, I just got another email from them saying, like, hey, we're doing this Labor Day sale right now. If you want four free months, it's like, why don't you guys check your email? I'm telling you, man, businesses are the stupidest fucking people when it comes to doing this. Yeah. Right now, um, we have our internet provider, uh, who happens to be a cable company as well, and, um, oh, I don't even know how to, it rhymes with farter, (laughs) we'll just say that one, or sharder. Yeah. (laughs) Um, anyway, we've been dealing with them for a while since we dropped our, uh, we dropped the cable portion of it, since we were paying so much a month. So we dropped the cable portion of it just to keep the internet and all that stuff, and they bottleneck our internet all the time. And they call me constantly. Who's your cable provider? You, you fucking idiots. You're the ones who have been my cable provider. You're not my cable provider anymore. You can see on there that you guys, you know, were my cable cable provider. So, yeah, I already dropped you. Why the fuck would I want to bring you back? So, yeah, they're they're dumb. Kind of the key thing with that, though, they contact you. I've contacted Potomatic left and right in our in our illustrious history with Potomatic. Right, right, right. I've called them. I've emailed them. I've done everything. Mm-hmm. And on our other incarnations, too, I've called them and emailed them to get some help with uh, Deliberately Dexter or from Marks Unknown. Yeah. Nothing. But they still send me the freaking junk mails of, hey, we're of doing course. a sale and everything. They just want your money, man. So, as it stands right now, they, they are not getting my money because... SoundCloud has been awesome. Yes. We are fully moved to SoundCloud. We've been on SoundCloud for about two months now. Yeah. I made the entire move over there. and Yeah, diligently, man. I get updates from you all the time about that. Yeah. And I I know I probably speak with everybody here. This is probably the best move we have ever done. I agree. We are running 
the freaking gambit now. We are heading for the fences. We are getting a lot of likes. We're getting a lot of views. Yeah. Um, and the tracking is a lot better. A lot better tracking. A lot better being able to tell us where, you know, where we're being seen, where we're or li- heard. In places such as Egypt, <clears throat> Bangkok. Yeah. Uh, Utah. <laughs> I told you. I told you one night one in Bangkok. Well, we've all talked about it. Some dude's probably hooking up with a tranny and somebody. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, thinking nowhere California. And nowhere California is playing in the background. Yeah. Yeah, well, well, there will be some weird Taiwan porno with us playing in the background. Oh, <laughs> yeah, a place where broken dreams go to die. So oh, Josh, I miss you so much. <laughs> I pray with my dick while I pinch on my nipples. I feel funny. God, that's the worst. I'm so sorry I used that accent. That's so stereotypical. <laughs> but I guess, but also, too, that little rampage uh, Nick just went on there a little bit mm-hmm. kind of is giving you a taste of the world of nowhere and that's what this episode yeah. is mainly going to be about since it's been about two months since we made the move to SoundCloud uh-huh. like I said greatest move we've ever done I'm so happy with it not not completely knocking it automatically because we had to start somewhere of course and of course also too that means we've been two months deep into the world of nowherecalifornia.com right where we've been posting left and right on that thing. Yes. Now, I've, I've kind of been on uh, hiatus with different stuff. I've been off work with a uh, hernia injury. But now that I kind of know what's going on with that, I can be more dedicated to getting more of our posts out there. But we've... Well, you've, you've got a decent amount of posts. Yeah, I, I really... You know, as much as you take pride in the editing of our podcast and, and the, the writing and the, you know, the, the process of, of podcasting, I love the journalism aspect of yeah. it. I love being able to do my own spin on it. I take a lot of pride in my Deadpool article. It's great for you. Uh, so if you guys get a chance, take a peek at that. You know, take a take a look at all of our all of our different works that are on there. Yeah, and the one um, uh, that Phil wrote that got spread around. Oh, yes, <laughs> yes, the Ghostbusters, the how to properly watch. And the take ideal. in all of, yeah, the ideal Ghostbusters experience, <laughs> yeah, which is lengthy and beautiful and wonderful and meaty. I love it. Yeah, to give everybody a heads up towards the end of this month, you will get a new one, which Phil will unleash his ideal Terminator marathon. <laughs> uh, let me see. Skip. Uh, anything after two. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I emphasize uh, <clears throat> the awesomeness of Terminator 2. Nice. And how it, no one can really hold a torch up to yeah. it. Yeah. And honestly, these articles I'm looking forward to. And it's like Phil said in the beginning of the um, ideal Ghostbusters marathon mm-hmm. article, I called it a gauntlet and mm-hmm. he needed to write it down. I'm so glad he did. Now, part <laughs> of the reason that I've been gone for quite some time, you can hear in the background. This is my daughter. She's not grumping or griping, and I'm not killing her with all of my foul language. She's thoroughly enjoying the Nightmare Before Christmas right now. Yes. Talking to her blanket. So, hello, Ellie. (laughs) Everybody that listens to this enjoys the Nightmare Before Christmas, so. Yes. Yeah, Yeah. of course. If you don't, then stop now. Yeah. Yeah. But back to what you were talking about with the Deadpool article. When we, uh, when the trailer was unleashed and everything, I knew I had to, we had to one, write something on it, but also two, I knew Nick had to be the one to write that one because he would make that right spin <laughs> and uh, use the right amount of fucks. <laughs> it, it was, I wrote it with tons of fucks, but with zero fucks given. <laughs> like, I didn't, I didn't give a shit who, who griped at it. It was like, this is unprofessional or whatever. Yeah. It was, it was done in the prose of a Deadpool fan. Yeah. Uh, you know what? It, it, it gets in your face, breaks the fourth wall like Deadpool does. And I, I am very, very proud of that. 
as much as I, you know, I'm, I'm proud of, of uh, Phil's Ghostbuster, <laughs> ideal Ghostbuster, and uh, you've actually posted quite a few. Uh, which one would you say you're the... You're... Uh, well, of course, uh, we've been posting the trailers and different things from yeah. Clint, uh, the PR guy that's <clears> been hooking us up. Uh, we should be getting back into those interviews soon. I know we've been kind of hitting a hiatus on those. And... Uh, I don't... There's a lot of them that I really enjoyed writing, like uh, the Hateful Eight article. I like that one. Yeah. That was good. Um, yeah, I'm just drawing a blank on them right now, though. The Queen Goria interview mm-hmm. uh, synopsis was yes. another really good one I really enjoyed, and uh, Satu really enjoyed it, too. Yeah, they've been kind to us, and, they, and we tried to be kind to them cool. in return. Yeah, and honestly, just everything going on, too, is just, like I've said, in like I think it was on the reboot episode, the anniversary episode your fire for the writing mm-hmm. has relit mine oh like, good i'm a former good. journalism student and i used to just dive head deep into it like i'm still trying to chip away at that that block of review writing but everything else just kind of just flows when i get a chance to just sit and do it yeah it goes because like i've told you guys before i still want to write something about sesame street going to hbo i want to write about uh just everything yeah everything that i think would fit our mold and our mold is everywhere. Yeah, see, and I'm I'm usually when I'm in the full swing of things, you'll see me posting usually two to three things on a daily basis. Yeah. Um, I just find things that I really enjoy and I try to throw them up there, even if it's just a quick mention to something. Exactly. So uh, you know, you'll see a lot of my writings on there. I can't wait to see Phil's Terminator. Oh, (laughs) I can't wait to see what he writes about the Terminator. I'm going to be piecing my way through that article very soon. Yes. But, you know, as a result of all of this, as as a result of the diligent work that Josh has put in uh, for Nowhere California and everything that's affiliated Nowhere California with our sister podcast and things like that, uh, we got a nice little email sent to all of us with an acceptance letter in there. Yeah. on our most recent episode, we posted our lost episode where yes. I discussed our journey, my journeys into the Titus uh, performance of this year, and yeah. then also to the fact that Days of the Dead was not coming to LA this year, right? Mm-hmm. Which kind of bummed us out because it was looking more and more like we weren't going to hit a convention this year. Yeah. Lo and behold, the General Lisimo himself, as you guys heard at the beginning of this mm-hmm. episode, because what we're about to announce is kind of been a little bit revealed. We are heading to Kamikaze. Yes. <laughs> oh my God, we're going to a convention, dude. Stan Lee's. Yes, Stan yes. Lee's Kamikaze, um, which you know is going to be this year, uh, October 30th, 29th. Is it no October thirtieth, thirty first, and the first November first. Yes. Yeah, right. At Go the on. LA Convention Center here in sunny Southern California. Oh my God. <laughs> And the funny thing is, and I mentioned it multiple times throughout our history and nowhere, I never thought I'd be a convention person. You know, oh. <laughs> I didn't think I was going to be a convention person until I went to a convention exactly. the first time. And luckily mine was uh, Comic-Con. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, Comic-Con for me was almost ruined um, for, for people that kind of made it difficult for me. Uh, I... Uh, yeah, fuck it. You know what? I'm airing some dirty laundry here. I'm going to get on it really quick. Go uh, <clears throat> I got to know. A friend of mine and his now wife uh-huh. uh, were gracious enough. I was kind of down on dough at the time, and, and uh, you know, it was, it was a little rough. Mm-hmm. So he bought the tickets in advance, and I wound up paying them back, uh, you know, little bits at a time here and there. And, uh, 
you know, got it taken care of. And we planned out some awesome costumes and things like that, and we set it up. And, uh, you know, she's the kind of person that if uh, you don't move at her pace or if you don't do things the way she expects them to be done, then she just unleashes all hell on you. Um, everybody knows about the famed Hall H, which is yeah. down there. Hall H is the, the big reveal uh, convention hall hosts uh, something Kevin like Smith sixty, yeah, sixty five hundred people, I think it is, and every major uh, company usually gets there. This year was the big uh, Star Wars, Star Wars, panel. DC, and uh, then um, the microcosm of Kevin Smith. Oh, <laughs> poor bastard! <laughs> poor bastard! So anyhow, Game long story short, <laughs> she's a big Twilight. She's like a I don't know what the hell they Twi-hard. call him. Yeah, Twihard fan or whatever yeah. it is. And uh, fuck. We're, we're not gonna mention names, and she might not hear this. If she hears it, fuck it. I don't care. A twat. Okay, good. Yeah, it's super twat. <laughs> um. Anyway, I didn't want any ramifications. He's a great. He's a really great guy. And you know what? She. You know, I I push for them to be together, and I hope. I wish him all the happiness in the world. But she's an absolute shit. <laughs> so. We got up one morning. It was supposed to be like five in the morning. We were getting up. I got in the shower and after, you know, said friend and his, you know, girl had started to get, get all ready. She thought we were going to leave at 5.30 in the morning and she was going to wind up in a feasible position to get into Hall H. Oh, God. Now, you have to understand, when you go to Hall H, people camp out. At the beginning. Of I've Hong camped Kong. out just to get into the... Uh, the Hasbro line so that I could, you know, pick up stuff that I want there. Getting into Hall H is almost impossible. Yes. It it is so difficult to get in there. People bring sleeping bags and sleep on the sidewalk and and just, you know, they camp out as much as they can to try to get in. and, And it's a huge, long line. So she was fucking clueless and delusional. I mean, seriously, it is just fucking delusional to think you're going to get into that hall uh, it's just the best way that i can describe it uh, without being there all night long yeah or even the day before yeah there's people that legitimately well, just go for what they do H. is they don't they they line you up until the convention center closes okay then they will section off an area and you have to kind of follow their, their you protocol. know their protocol but you can spend an entire day standing in a hall h line waiting to get in I refuse to do that. Yeah, no. I do. I'll catch my hand, my, my information secondhand. If I miss a, if I miss a trailer or something like that, then I miss a trailer. Um, most of the time, just don't have the manpower, or, you know, people to put in line and go able to experience other things. Yeah. Yeah. And um, so yeah, so she just made it a fucking nightmare for me. Luckily, the next year that I get to go back was with a good friend, and we got to, we're very, we work very well together, and so we were able to talk to and schmooze a lot of people and get a lot of good interviews and tons of great pictures and had that stuff published and it was it was good it was good but i tell you what i have not been able to go to a convention yet i have not had the honor to go to a convention yet with the boys from nowhere california yeah. <laughs> and now that i am one of the boys in nowhere california yep. i can't fucking wait for i can't wait because our to go into our first convention experience mm-hmm. was the world of days of the dead mm-hmm. and we talked about it multiple times this is the moment where we got our interview with Heather Landing Camp. We got our interview with Sid Haig. Um, we talked with Bill Mosley. We mm-hmm. got strangled by Kane Hodder. Oh. Doug and Monique. Oh, nice. yeah. Yes. Very enjoyable because I still remember him going, Ooh, this one makes a noise when he strangled me. <laughs> yeah, he had more fun strangling you. <laughs> yeah, nice. he strangled Bill. He strangled me. I, I wasn't really expecting him to go tight. And he went tight. And I was like... Argh! There's a joke here somewhere. Yes. <laughs> 
Yeah. We will. Uh, just keep going. I'll roll. That's good. I, I left that back door open, and we won't go. Oh, my God. He said back door, oh too. Ah! <laughs> all right, all right. I'll keep going. Let's but it was it. a blast. It was a complete blast. It was, he said blast. <laughs> ah! <laughs> it was a, just a blast in the face. And just, <laughs> oh, now Jesus. if it's at your back door, Jesus, how far a range did he have? How dirty are you, sir? <laughs> exactly. Knock on the back door, deliver in the front. Sorry, you're about to go to convention with me. You're gonna find oh, out. Oh Jesus! <laughs> okay, but um, the in the I think one of the key points for us with that Days of the Dead that being our first convention and everything, it was the first Days of the Dead that came to California, so it yeah. was still quote unquote small, right? So yeah. there was a good amount of people, good amount of booths and everything. They weren't at a hotel like they usually like to do because they yeah. like doing like the whole 24 hour programming where they have films going and everything like that. But it was good for them to get in. California and make their mark in. Well, you know, something. I'm sorry, go ahead. I think it's a good uh, convention to cut your teeth on, to tell you the truth. Oh, I absolutely agree. I think you guys covered it very well. Um, You know, one of the things that I'd I'd like to point out is that uh, the convention scene is becoming huge. Yeah. It's becoming very huge. I I mean, a lot of that has to do with New York Comic Con, has a lot to do with Wizard World, uh, and has a hell of a lot to do with San Diego Comic Con. Um, You know, but in a temporary move, uh, you had WonderCon that moved down here from the Bay Area, uh, and while they were getting a new facility built, um, they set up residency at Anaheim. Yeah. It looks like they're going to be adding that to a full-time thing because how many people turn out and sell out Anaheim? Yeah. People with convention centers, towns with convention centers, cities with convention centers, uh, Anaheim, Los Angeles, stuff like that, um, they are absolutely clamoring to take bookings for conventions. You have Long Beach Comic Con. Yeah. You know you have, uh, you know Kamikaze that we have now, which yeah. is you know the newly formed Stanley um, convention. Uh, like I said, Wizard World in Anaheim. I mean, people are really the the scene is a great one to jump on now, and I'm glad that we're getting in and getting our footing with Kamikaze now because it's going to open the door for us to get into other ones. Uh, a lot easier. Yeah. Um, the big gold brass ring of San Diego. San Diego Comic-Con, yeah. Uh, which in and of itself is, is a fantastic experience. But they're taking a huge cue from a lot of the other ones. And they have autograph signing panels at this one. They have uh, great guests and guest artists and yeah. guest speakers. We'll and pinpoint some of them here in a little bit. But, yeah, exactly. Like you said, yeah. <clears throat> it's like we've said multiple times. Right now... In the world of geekdom and nerdum and everything, this is an awesome time. Yes, I agree. Absolutely agree. Yeah. And uh, I, I guess I teased it already, so uh, we might as well just talk about some of the guests that Oh, week. yeah, let's dive into it. Well, of course, yeah. Stanley. Yeah, the Generalissimo. Generalissimo himself, yeah. the man with the name of... Excelsior! Yeah. Yes. Yes, Stanley. Stan uh, the man. We got Sam T. Jones. Flash Gordon himself. You know what? Before, oh, yeah, it's fucking cool. Before we jump into that, I just want to give a, a, a quick shout, especially since this is his convention and we're able to go now. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I have had the opportunity to run into Stan at Comic-Con a couple of times. I know that uh, one of our friends, Kimberly Kelly, met him this year. He makes himself very accessible to fans of comic books. I think it's a, a lot of the reason why he formed Kamikaze. It's for people who truly enjoy comics and, you know, that kind of genre thing. So while San Diego Comic-Con, yes, is very comic-centric, it's still very movie-driven yeah. as well, too. And this this is more, I, I think this is almost more of a purist convention. Yeah, and, uh, it's to that level, yeah. Stan, you know, 
I saw him coming out of a door, and it was like, you know, for a comic book fan, that's like walking face first into Jesus. I know yeah. that's a pretty hardcore comparison. Well, you'd well, almost yeah. expect that the beaming light. Yeah, exactly. And I'll tell you what, man. He and walked, that, uh, that random gospel choir just walking by trying to find that convention they're trying yeah. to get to. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he walked out of a door with an entourage of people, you know, and people looking after him and all this stuff. But he took a second to let somebody with a camera stop and take his picture and just shake his hand for a second. And uh, he's just a genuine nice guy and uh i really hope we get a chance to at least just shake hands with the guy and tell him thanks for the opportunity you know i know he doesn't know us from adam but you know it's just a it's a cool thing that i think he's doing so now that i've gushed all over that and you know he gushed all over yeah (laughs) he said gush Ah! Ah! gush away gush away so we got Stan the Man. We've got Sam T. Jones. Sam T. Jones. Flash Gordon. Flash. Ah! Savior of the universe. Who is a big fan of Blow. Oh, wow. <laughs> From Ted. Oh, yeah. You haven't seen Ted? I've seen Ted. Yeah, I just, my mind was running them all. He's a big fan of Blow? Seven, eight, 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 yeah. It's oh, <laughs> about the right time to be a good <laughs> fan of Blow. Yeah. Trying to piece out the other but Flash. Protect your universe. Uh, Elvira is going to be there. No, fuck off, oh, Mink. Yeah. Fuck oh. off, Mink. Fuck off, Mink. <laughs> yeah, Sorry. Me. Oh, yeah, Elvira. That oh. was, that, that, there's there's, there's Dude, someone one I really liked interview. one of my first crushes. You oh, know? God. Yeah, I always liked my girls a little on the goth side, a little yeah. on the dark <laughs> side. You yeah. know, I grew oh. up that way. And You're going to see a little bit of this at uh, the Kamikaze oh. Oh, yeah. with... Elvira, but when we get to Days of the Dead, you're going to see me having goth Oh, I'm sure. Oh, yeah. You know, my, my original crush started out with the Yvonne Craig, uh, Lily Monster. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Just oh, oh, loved her, gosh. loved her. But Elvira, man, yeah. that was the first. Mom, mom let me. She was like, nah, he's a boy with hormones. Yeah. Let yeah. him have the posters. And I had an Elvira poster, you know, with the with the slit up the side of the dress and the layout and the beehive haircut. Well, I think you know, uh, Elvira is the reason that raging the hormones exist. Oh, yeah. dude. Yeah. And just that dark kind of, oh, yeah. hey, the creepy side turns me on. Oh, yeah. my oh, God. God. Yeah. As creepy as possible. Her classic horror movie marathons and, uh, you know, her movies and stuff like that. Yeah. And her appearances in, like, uh, Pee-wee's Big Adventure. Uh, you know she's in that, right? Well, she is in that. Oh, you no, didn't know that? No, no. You, uh, you, 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 she's the uh, biker. She's the biker chick that's like, uh, say, we, yeah, where she yeah. grabs. Oh, feet. that's her. That's her. Oh my gosh, that's her. Uh, kind of uh, just as we do with our, all of our conversations, mm-hmm. we're on that freeway, jumping off the exit real quick, mm-hmm. flipping channels the other night on Encore. Mm-hmm. They show classic TV stuff. They show right. like Murphy Brown. Mm-hmm. Night Court, which I freaking love. Yeah, oh yeah, Night, Night Court ran 14 seasons, man. 10 seasons. They're getting close to the end right now in the cycle. It's 10. Uh, are you sure? 10. Yep. Because yeah. Marky Post had said in an interview she, they ran something like 14 seasons. On further investigation, 9 seasons. 9 seasons of Night Court. So we were both off. <laughs> That's a nice way of saying, you're a fucking idiot, Nick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you said I did Okay, fair enough. But one yeah. thing I was flipping by was 227. The only reason I even stopped was the info. The, the husband and wife, the lead characters... Mm-hmm. We're trapped in a toy store because somebody's robbing the place, and they were locked in the back with special guest star Pee Wee Herman. Yes, oh and it was Pee Wee Herman walks into the toy store as the guy's holding the gun on him. He's like, "Ooh, I need to get props for my show coming up. I'm running late." And the guy holds the gun on him. He's like, "Oh," and so he's just it's Pee Wee Herman just there. <laughs> Good, oh my God. yeah, just that's cool. Totally random. And it was like, "Wow, that's the '80s for you." Oh boy. <laughs> 
But uh, yeah, back on the field. <laughs> back on the guest for All right. Yes, uh, Elvira. Yeah, Elvira. I am thrilled to see Elvira. I'm yeah, really, gonna be awesome. really looking forward to seeing well, her. I was telling Phil, like, if there's those... She's still smoking oh, hot. Yeah. Well, God, she's still smoking hot. I was telling Phil, if they're doing those professional photo ops, where mm-hmm. you see, like, those convention pictures where people get those really cool yeah, pictures. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got it. We got to get it with Elvira. Oh, yeah, yeah. for sure. It, it, it could be anybody else in the building, and like we could get like a free picture of Stanley. He's like, no one. Elvira. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that thirteen-year-old in my head going like, you can go to Elvira. It's like, <laughs> yeah. You just want to look at all your friends and back going, yeah, bitch. You know? yeah. <laughs> Took me a while, but look where I'm at. Nerds <laughs> roll the world, motherfuckers. Yep. Yep. So, drop the mic. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so rolling down the guest list. Uh, yeah. Next up, the recent announcement. Michelle Nichols. Yeah, uh, it's actually Michelle. Nichols. Michelle Nichols. Always. I'll butchering. stab you. Sir. I will. I deserve to be stabbed because I love the original series of Star Trek. Uh, do you know? The, uh, quick fun fact about Michelle Nichols. Do you know who talked her into continuing to do that? Doctor Martin Luther King. Yes, Jr. he did. Oh he said God. that she was such a powerful uh, black woman, Character. woman of color. You know, on television with power. Yes. In, in a world of power, yeah, exactly. In a world of men. In command in a, and, and held her own in a world that was all men on TV. Yeah. And uh, she carried her own. Oh, she yeah. did. She's, she's been a, such a tremendous supporter of Star Trek. And she's mm-hmm. she's just a beautiful, and beautiful woman. And of course, uh, she just recently popped up on Comic Book Man too. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, they just had her on. Um, well, I know she, kiss. Yes, she oh. just had a, uh, a, a, a little health issue scare not too long ago. Yeah, but, but I'm glad to see that she's back and we're oh, going to get a chance to see her. Uh you know, kamikaze. The next big guest, again, that just kind of... <laughs> uh, Dita Von Teese. Yes. Uh, the, the queen, the absolute queen of burlesque. Uh, she is stunning beautiful. Stunning, stunning beautiful. Um, oh, sorry, that was my ball. Brings back that... Clearly, it was not a good size, sir. It was quite the extra large. Yes, exactly. Um, Adequate. I'm humble. Anyhow, moving right along. Queen of Burlesque. She's Queen of Burlesque. She's also um, just a tremendous model. You know, done stuff for Jean Paul Gaultier and and, you know, numerous, numerous uh, high end uh, fashion. Uh, you know, moguls and things like that, mm-hmm. um, has this beautiful 40 style about her. It's one of the things that I love about my wife is she has that tall um, hourglass, you know, kind of figure that she can pull off 40s style. Dita Von Teese does it with such style and grace. She's absolutely beautiful. She's, she's, awesome. she's born in the wrong time, but brought it back heavy. Nice. Um, you know, has a couple of books out. Looking forward to talking to her yeah. uh, if we get a chance to, yeah. or just you know at least. Hi, everyone. pretty. I'm proud of myself being able to get through a Suicide Girls interview, so I can talk to her. Way to go, man! There you are. There you are. Now, if we get into the very geekdom side of things, oh, now are, do you, are we gonna? I, I'm gonna look. I'm gonna throw. Can I? Do you mind if I throw three out here just right yeah, off the yeah. bat? Okay. Uh, I guess just to throw it out there too, please. <clears throat> We're talking about the guests right now. There's going to be people at it. We're going to go into more in-depth stuff. As we go. Yeah, but also, to you've gone through our Nowhere California, Nowhere California Presents episodes and our early SoundCloud dump. You will get a Nowhere California Presents, our intro to the Stanley Kamikaze, where we're just mm-hmm. going to... It's gonna be all. It's gonna be its own episode where we're just going to dive deep into every aspect of what we yeah. are going to be doing. But 
Who, who else you want to throw? Uh, okay, well, there's there's four here that I am really, as a comic book fan, I'm really excited to see. That's Mark Silvestri, Mike Minola, uh, Tim Bradstreet, and Rich, uh, Rich Buckler. Um, if you don't know who these guys are, if you grew up in the 90s and you were a comic book fan in the 90s, uh, Mark Silvestri, uh, he was one of the co-founders of Image Comics and is the founder of Top Cow Comics, actually. Um so in you know he's responsible for stuff like wet work. I'm sorry. Uh, um, let me see. Yeah, is he wet works? I know that he did Strike Force and a lot of the comics and stuff like that. Um, oh yeah, she's got comments on this one too. But yeah, he uh, formed Top Cow Productions that he, he founded in 1992. Um, he's known for his work with X Men, Wolverine, Incredible Hulk, and all that stuff. But um, he was huge on like Cyber Force, Witchblade, and Darkness, which have all had games. Yeah. Uh, Cyber Force not hasn't, but um, Darkness has had two really pretty successful yeah. games, and then Witchblade actually had a television series. Yeah. Very underrated TV series. So yeah. Two. Yes, and uh, you know that one's that one kind of speaks for itself. The other one, Mike Mignola. Uh, Mike Mignola is the the daddy of Hellboy. He's nice. the creator of Hellboy. So. You know, it'll be interesting to see his take on the films. Uh, you know, if we get a chance to talk to him, see his oh, take yeah. on the films, and um, you know where he would like to see the franchise go as, as far as film. Yeah, is there's, there's, all, there's still the rumblings of the third there's one. There's a huge rumbling. Everybody for the wants. Third one. Yeah, isn't uh, Ron Perlman doing full on Kickstarter on that puppy? They're pretty close to doing. I know it. he really loves that uh, that role, and oh, he's yeah. even gone as far as to get into costume. For, for the Make a Wish Foundation, yeah, it's, it's, it was the Make a Wish deck, and it's a four-hour process, isn't it? Uh, it's a lot. I think it's longer or eight, than that. Or eight, because I mean, you're talking about uh, outfitting him with uh, enough prosthetics mm-hmm. and paint, yeah. you know, yeah. and all that stuff. It's, but it's a big process. It's a he huge that process. For, yes, uh, that's why Ron Perlman is just so awesome. Yes, yeah. he's a wonderful. I still guy. remember when I first heard them talking about the uh, Hellboy movie, mm-hmm. and they said Ron Perlman, like, brilliant. Yeah, it was perfect. I love the fact that the actor. I mean, I want a Hellboy three, and I love the fact that the actor and so yeah. does the director. Well, they it, want a Hellboy. It was yeah, the make a wish. That. It was the make a wish that kind of sparked their like passion again for number three. Before yeah, because a, a while there, they were kind of like not sure, not sure. But then it was that. Make a wish, but also too. Speaking of the movie, unless no, no, please go. Ahead. Uh, Doug Jones. Yes, yes, yes. Oh yeah, that's right. Abe Sapien. Abe Sapien. He's gonna be interesting dude, to talk to. Yeah, that would be kind of cool to you know get some comments from him and, and also from uh, Mike Minola and kind of compare them. You know, see where they stand on things. Mm-hmm. Have Abe brought back you know for a third film? Ooh, exactly. Now the the, the, the the third the the thought of a third film coming out is mostly due to the huge respect of uh, everything that you know. D- Georgia Del Toro, he's doing yeah. a lot of good Del work. Del Toro is such Ram, a brilliant dude. Yeah, too. he did fantastic job with that stuff. But uh, I'm sorry, I, I oh, didn't mean well, to cut you oh, off. Oh no, no, you didn't. But because of the good work that he's been doing, yeah. that's when it's, that's kind of getting the ball rolling. Well, yeah, him. it also brings a stylized aspect to film that a lot of other films don't have. You know, well, it's like his notebook. You, if oh. you even yeah. see like the notebook, he doesn't really. Like, go on the computer and, like, map things out that way or anything like that. He has a notebook. He draws a yeah. good portion of the stuff. And that's, you know, inspiration can strike you anywhere. And yeah, so, it's... clearly, it strikes well for him anywhere. Yeah. Um, Hellboy 1 and 2, you know, both uh, mm-hmm. Hellboy 1 and Hellboy 2, The Golden Army, they were fantastic films. And I think they did a, a, a they lent a great credit to uh, Mike Manola's work, uh, you know, and, and his creation and stuff like that. And I, I think he'd be very proud of that. Um, the you know the other guy I spoke of was uh, Rich Buckler, he's uh, you know an illustrator and, and uh, uh, a guy who's worked in comics for a huge chunk of time, 
and most notably worked uh, quite a bit with uh, Stan Lee on Incredible Hulk and things oh. like that. Um, he was also the guy that went on to create Deathlock, a character. Um, yeah. In, in Marvel, that's uh, absolutely fantastic. Um, the then the last one for me, which is a huge note, and I really want to talk to this guy, Tim Bradstreet. Tim Bradstreet is responsible for the gritty adult, like crime noir style of Punisher. Mm. Um, did some of the best Punisher work ever, and uh, just absolutely phenomenal work. As a matter of fact, the the basis of the Punisher that will be showing up in Daredevil Season 2 is supposed to draw a huge inspiration, inspiration from him. Ultra-violent. Oh, terrific. Yeah. And, yeah, I can't wait to see. You know, I want to, I want to talk to him about that. And, uh, yeah, so that's, I mean, for the, for the comic nerds, you know, Kamikaze is the place to be. But, oh, my God, those four. Can't wait to talk to him, you know. Uh, Rock I guess, Legends of Comics. Yeah. I guess a flip of the coin of his, like, gritty uh-huh. action-packed and... Comic book history of people that he wants to talk to. I want to talk to Bill Cope. Oh yeah, Bill yeah, Cope? the creator of Eek the Cat. Yeah, we- <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> He's talking about this gritty adult violence, and I want to talk to Eek the Cat. I was the same way when I met. Oh, the, it's uh, the same way, dude. <laughs> when I met the uh, uh, the creator for Ren and Stimpy. Oh, we, we, we yes. came so close to getting an interview with him. So them. so nice. Uh, he's he actually, very cool, dude. Yeah, he's uh, Russian by birth. Yeah. And actually made a comment about my costume when I was wearing it. I was uh, I was Red Sun Superman yeah. at Comic-Con. And uh, he asked about the sickle and hammer on there. And then I realized, that was when I realized, oh, oh shit, maybe this is something that isn't... Like, yes, this is a comic book character, but I didn't think about somebody who had left or got away from Soviet Russia. You know, and during that time, like, would this be something that would be offensive if it yeah. seemed celebrated, you know, kind of thing. Uh, but we sat and talked for a while, yeah. and uh, you know about Ren and Stimpy. So for you to say "Eek the Cat," hell yeah, absolutely. Oh yeah. Well, you know, also to jump into a little bit of the history of nowhere too. This guy has his hands in Pit Possum, mm-hmm. Snookums and Meat. Oh yeah, uh, a bunch of different stuff. So yeah, the guy behind Eek the Cat, the voice of Eek the Cat, is just definitely on top of my list. Um, another person uh, she just recently announced that she's going to be there is Marilyn Marilyn Gigliotti. Uh, Veronica from Veronica Clerks, from Clerks yeah. better known as Thirty Seven. Yeah. <laughs> Snowball, what the hell is snowballing? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I've talked to Marilyn off and on and everything, and like it was like it was during the first days of the Dead convention when it happened on my birthday. Uh-huh. She posted a message on my Facebook wall saying "Happy Birthday," That's right. and I was just like, "Holy crap!" I was like, "Thank you, that's awesome." Mom. Chalk up number thirty-eight because I just busted nuts. <laughs> <laughs> conversation because it, I put the nowhere foot in the door with her. Good. And now to be able to go, hey, you know that all those years ago when I mentioned nowhere, we're going to be there. You want to talk to us? Oh, yeah. <laughs> That'd be nice if we could, you know, get a little sit down. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, cool. Kind of uh, step in that world of Kevin Smith without Kevin Smith. <laughs> well, you know, it's not just that. You know, so many people have things that go on outside of the, the, the realm of Kevin Smith. But yeah. talk about being. In a film that, re- like I said, defined kind of that a generation. generation, you know, is... Oh, no, honestly, if it wasn't for Clerks, we wouldn't be here doing what we're no, doing right now. you know, now. we got, we with everything that came out of the View Askew world and the fact that uh, Kevin Smith has been so successful with uh, Ralph Garman and, on Hollywood Babylon, and... And Mosher with Smod. Yes, and, and Mosher, I'm sorry, Mo- that's right, Scott Mosher with Smod. Give Mosher some love. Yeah, sorry, <laughs> Scott, sorry, Scotty! Mm-hmm. Um... 
but you know these guys that have that have gone on to do so much as far as podcasting, and then on top of that, be so supportive of those who want to podcast yeah. and say, "Get out there and do it." Just cr- just our interaction can, with Ralph Harmon alone. Can fucking open a mic. Yeah, mm-hmm. Ralph was such a great. You know, when we told him support. how long we've been doing, he's like, "You guys jumped the first hurdle there." Yeah, <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. Just you know, keep it fucking going. You know, it's a it's really a labor of love, and it's something that we that we love doing. You know, we always swore that if we ever felt like this was a job we'd quit doing it and yeah. it hasn't been a job for no. four years you know for yeah. you guys and a couple mm-hmm. of years now for me and yeah. I fucking love it man I feel wow. like we're just barely wading into the water so exactly you yeah. know uh, I, I can't I really want to talk to her about her yeah she, you know, she's oh, going to yeah. be such an awesome yeah about her experiences and things like that and just you know Oh, just for life in general. Yeah. Um, and another one uh, kind of in the world of podcasting for us in our history uh, if you if you guys that are listening right now remember our time during the Long Beach Comic Con, where we talked to some of the independent comic book right. creators, and we talked to George Walsall from Oh Hell. Mm-hmm. I dropped him a line, and oh, that's he, right. he's going to be there. He's going to be right. there, and yeah. he were to quote him on oh, yeah. when I said, "Hey, yeah, we're going to be there. We'd love to talk to you again." He's like. I can't wait to talk to you two nutters again. Yeah. <laughs> oh, fucking rad. He called us nutters. Well, he's the same Not person. Not only did he remember you guys, he remembered that you're both a little fucking stupid. Yeah, <laughs> I love that. Yeah. that you're a little crazy. Well, this is the same guy that made the post during our Kickstarter. Oh, we need meds. That part of our goal should probably go to psychotropic meds. Yeah. <laughs> that was probably a pretty good goal, actually. Yeah, that we probably would have made our goal. They probably listened to us going, yeah, you know oh, what? Oh, well, maybe. yeah. These poor bastards. We, we would have had to give money back because they would have thought we were all special needs. But <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, Can't wait to talk to George again and get a good conversation out of him. There's so many to list, and uh, like we said before, we're going to have our uh, prologue episode where we're going to get the final names because we still got several weeks ahead of us. Yeah. But there was a couple nights ago I could not sleep to save my life. So I was like, you know what? I haven't really checked out the guest list on Kamikaze lately. I wonder oh, if they've added anybody. And to Phil and Nick's utter delight, and my delight too, because it was pretty freaking awesome, mm-hmm. there is going to be an influx of Power Rangers. There's going to be so many people. Oh my gosh, yeah, we got the voice of Rita is going to be there. Now tell me this, Nick. Wouldn't you think it'd be awesome to get a plug from her? Oh, dude. As Rita Repulsa? I'm Rita Repulsa. I want to know where I can yeah, I think that would dude. be so. That's a pipe dream right yeah, there. Yeah, getting that from from Barbara Goodson would be absolutely. And talking to Rocky. Fun. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Just mean, the, the laundry list of people. That yeah. Oh, oh my god. Yeah. It's if you just start once you hit if you go to the page once you hit uh, Marilyn on there. Okay, yep. you're gonna find Audrey Dubois, who was who was one of the uh, who was the Yellow Ranger. Yeah, uh, uh, Aisha. Yes. Then you move right into Steve Cardenas, uh, Rocky. Rocky, and then it rolls. You know, Melody Perkins, Barbara Goods. I mean, it's just a it's a laundry list. Well, yeah. well, Diva Talks Nikia is going to be there. Blake Foster, the one uh, uh, Reggie Roll, um, tons, tons of them. Oh, Danny Slavin, another Red Ranger, yeah. you know, yeah. Red Ranger fame that we have in there. Uh, uh, Christopher Cayman Lee, mm-hmm. um, and then. The original, the original Jason Red Ranger is going to be there. Austin St. John. Oh my gosh! Uh, yeah. A lot of lot of the classics coming back for this, you know, to do stuff, and uh, it's it's going to be exciting. I it's, would like to talk with Austin St. John. Yeah, I'm almost tempted to say like I think we're, he's a firefighter now. Yes, he is. Correctly, or a paramedic. 
Paramedic. Yeah, Maybe paramedic. Yeah, paramedic. But he's out there saving, you know, yeah. saving lives. Out there saving lives. Yeah. yeah. I'm almost tempted to say we, with the epilogue that we have coming up, we're probably may have to do it two parts. We may have to do a non Power Rangers epilogue <laughs> and a Power Rangers <laughs> yeah. epilogue because there is so many freaking people that are going to be there. That's yeah, terrific. Really you just named a bunch of them right there, and there's still more. Yeah. There, there really is. The, the only, the, the last. Well, there's one I wanted to mention who's on. on this list, and I was like, oh fuck, he's going to be there. Whoa. Chris McDonald. Oh, yeah. Chris McDonald's going to be. Shooter McGavin? Yeah. <laughs> Fucking Shooter McGavin. Oh, my so, God. Oh, yeah, Mr. I eat pieces of shit like you. You eat pieces of shit for breakfast? No. No. Oh, my gosh. Oh. The, he, he always plays such a wonderful he, asshole. Yeah. yeah. And uh, he's probably like one of the sweetest guys on earth. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that, that, that's usually the way it is. Guy, he, you know, just, I would love to talk with that. There's going to be, like I said, there's going to be a lot more added to the list. Yeah, and that's the justification for the epilogues, is okay. to because we give you the taste. You want to check out the list yourself? Go to kamikazeexpo.com or norcalifornia.com. We'll hey, plug in the crap out of there, there yeah. too. And honestly, there like I'll say it again, I'll say it again, and I'll say it again. We still have several weeks, and this is going to get our excitement's going to get to a fever pitch before we even yeah, step foot in we'll that. It's not skyrocketing already. I think we'll probably see the announcement, maybe a couple more guests. You know, uh, <clears throat> we'll see. I, I don't know how many more Power Rangers we can put on the show. I don't but, know. Uh, I mean, there's a few we can think of. <laughs> okay. Uh, uh, AJJ. Yeah. <laughs> that would be a nice surprise. <laughs> uh, I'm right there with you on that one. Or David Yost. Love that guy. Yeah. He's awesome. Um, I, I guess out of the Power Ranger world, before we wrap these things up and get to mm-hmm. the end game, w- name one guess, like just dream <coughs> bucket list guess you'd love to see. Oh, I would love bucket to. I would love to Amy Joe Johnson. I would love to... Out of the Power Rangers world. Out of the Power Rangers world. Out of the Power Rangers world. Oh, out of! Stepping outside the Power Rangers world. Oh, 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 you mean of the people that we just met? Oh, no, you're in your mind. That could be added. Who would be the ultimate guest that we'd like to see? Oh, I I don't know. Maybe I'd like to... Well, oh, no, he's not comics, is he? No, it's it's a pop culture thing, too. Dick Miller. I'd like to meet Dick Miller. That'd be cool. God, this... uh, Paul Rubens. Oh, yeah, awesome. yeah, but yeah. I would, I would give, I, seriously, I would give anything to meet Paul Rubens and just have have a moment with him. Oh. I, I've said it before, and I'll say it again. I think he's the Andy Kaufman of our time. Yeah, exactly. And uh, I absolutely love him. I think he's a genius. I think mm-hmm. he's, you know, fantastic. Um, I'm looking forward to the holiday special, Pee Wee's Pee Wee's Christmas special. Cool. Uh, Pee Wee's Big Christmas, I think it's called or something. Pee yeah. Pee Wee's Big Holiday. Big Holiday. Yeah, there you go. Feliz uh, <laughs> Navidad. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, I, I would love to see Paul Rubin. What about you? For mine, of course, it'd be Kevin Smith. So I'm not going to go with that cop out of an answer. Okay. Like how he went cop out there. Yeah. <laughs> um. Fuck Bruce Willis. Yeah, fuck right. Bruce Willis with a stick to the dick. Oh, <laughs> Ralph Garman tapping him on the dick with a stick. Yeah, yeah. loving it. I'd say Ralph Garman would be a cool one. Oh, there you go. Ralph would be cool. Yeah. I mean, he's making an appearance at Long Beach. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, it could happen. It's not without outside the realm of him or Jason Mewes making an appearance. Mewes would be an awesome one, too. Mewes is a fucking outstanding nice guy. Yeah. He's all about fans and he loves when people nerd out. He's a well, huge fucking nerd himself. Well, like, I had a like a quick run in with him at the Red State screening. Like, yeah. We, well, me and yeah. Doug were just kind of sitting there and I had the VSQ auction book with me mm-hmm. that I took that was going to become my uh, VSQ signing thing. Nice. And he was coming off the side, and I'm just like, Muse, can you sign this real quick? He's yeah. Like, he's like, fucking chorus. And he wrote, I like ass. Muse. Yes. <laughs> I like ass, Muse. I told you my run in with him at Comic Con, didn't I? 
Uh, refreshers. Uh, my buddy and I were eating dinner at a, uh, I, I can't remember the burger place, like gourmet burger place on uh, in Gaslamp there. And it was fucking delicious. But the we went in there and everything on the floor level was booked up. So they sent us up on the upper deck area, um, which is a, it's smaller, but it's a little upper deck area. So we we're the only two sitting up there. And they had the whole thing chained off still. It was just for us, basically, we were sitting up there. And then they, the waitress came by. We'd been flirting with her the whole night, you know, and just kind of talking about her experiences around here in Comic-Con and said, hey, she goes, uh, we got another couple we need to sit up here. You know, are you guys okay with them? I'm like, it's your place. Yeah, of course, sit them up here. And it was Muse and his wife. Oh, wow. And uh, they set him down next to us. And I didn't see him when he first sat down. So when he sat down, he had his back to me at first. And uh, my then you heard Nooch. Yeah, well, no, no, yeah, yeah, he just runs around going, you know, it's Nooch, Nooch to the Nooch. Nooch. <laughs> uh, oh, no, no, he but um, <laughs> no. <laughs> Muse? my buddy Brian said something to me about it, uh-huh. and I was like, holy shit! And it, you know, we're, we just said, hey man, I love your work, and all of a He's like, hey, thanks a lot, man. And we we sat and just kind of shot the shit for a little bit, and basically sat and had dinner with Jason, you know, Jason Muse and his wife. Oh. Uh, you know, just, yeah, table apart. And I'm not talking like you put we're the here together. and there oh, no. apart or anything like that. Yeah. It wasn't, we were really close to one another. So it was kind of like the Dan Mattel story for yeah, me. So it was, oh yeah, yeah, that was a great story. I love yeah. your Mattel story. But that was my, that was my brush with Muse there. And That's then, cool. And uh, one of my pictures on Facebook. Of yeah. Course, well, like, I do have that. Ontario and stuff. I do have that classic picture with Muse after the uh, Mallrats X where, I'm all goofy smiling. He looks like somebody just like freaking shocked him with a stun gun going. Yeah. Yeah, he's he, his facial pictures, whatever. I mean, his, his uh, expressions. Yeah, his expressions, whatever. He takes a picture. It is awesome. And uh, but, you know what? For me, I want to give a quick shout out to him and to our buddy Doug. Uh, congrats to both of you for being as clean as long as you have been. Exactly. Congrats, congrats on both sides. Yes. Congrats, man. Yeah. And, uh, you know, if you guys ever get a chance. Yeah. Listen to Jane Silent Bob Get Old. It's all about, you know, keeping him accountable and keeping him clean, and that's fucking awesome. So, yeah. right on, Jay. Keep it up, man. And you too, Doug. Yes. But uh, to answer my question I gave you guys, and I'm going to answer it for your this, Bruce Campbell. Oh, shit, oh, gosh, yeah. 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 Oh, dude. It's promoting Ash versus Evil Dead probably it's around true. that time. It's true. That's and it true. premieres. October, October 31st. 31st, yes. 31st on Star. So it could be a surprise. Oh, God, that would be awesome. Surprise. Hey, it's Ash. Hey, maybe they'll have a Los Angeles screening or something. It'd be, it's going to be right down there by the convention center. It's going to be beautiful. Dude, ah! fuck you. I got a newborn, so I have to be here for first you know, first Halloween. Damn it. Perks of being single without kids. Oh, <laughs> shut up. As I cry myself to sleep. <laughs> God. Well, we rejoice in your loneliness. <laughs> Oh man, we me and Nick talked about this during uh, from Mark's Unknown. Okay. Quick plug there. Okay. The ending always creeps up. <laughs> yeah, it really does. It's like we it's never too have much any fun. kind of gentle segue into it. It's just like bam, there it is. We're done. Wow. It's like what's up, bookend? Yeah. <laughs> so it, it is time for the end game. Uh, we're bringing out one that we the end had. Game. What is we? <laughs> Oh my god! Yeah. Oh my god! <laughs> the final solution? <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. Nine. The final solution. Nine. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Put it in. Now we're <laughs> to the next email. Son of a bitch. Yeah. Um, we brought this out during our anniversary episode with Doug, and it's, you know what? Uh, we got to do it the sexy voice way. So you know, Phil, you, you go ahead and try it. Uh, uh, okay. The, the name of this game, the underlining name for this game is. I'm too adjective for this. You know what? I, I wasn't really feeling that one. That was like a like a quarter chub. Um, Nick, how about you? 
Fuck you. How am I supposed to do it now with this raging heart on I got? What are you doing later, Phil? Uh, not much, Nick. <laughs> yeah, before, before we have a Tinder Craigslist moment, um, Nick, Nick, let's let's uh, give Here. you a shot at this uh, sexy stuff. I'm fucking Betty White. Me ass. Whoa! Whoa! What? What the hell, man? That that just went into like the newest definition of Fifty Shades of Grey. Well, yeah, but that. I mean, it's sexy to me. <laughs> And only you. She was the hottest one on the Golden Girls. I love Betty White to death and everything, but holy crap. She can fuck me back. <laughs> all right, all right. I'm sorry. I'm wow. Sorry. Um, you know what? I'm not even going to try it because I don't like the sound of my own voice. There's more than one reason why I ball gag myself during masturbation. Oh, my God. So, you know what, Doug? We, we fucking man's committed right there. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Doug, we need you back. Uh, if you haven't noticed, it's... I'm too sex. I'm too adjective for this noun. Mm-hmm. We called it Glovering the last time, but uh, you know what? Danny Glover doesn't go around oh, going. I totally messed that up. I went like verb, pronoun, noun. Because yeah. <laughs> I'm fucking Betty White in the ass. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He you, did. He did. You need to go back to that special needs class. Ah, <laughs> uh, fine. But I'm, I'm dyslexic too. So well, Betty White's a proper noun, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Proper, not pro. Pro, pro. Yeah. No, no. Oh, there's pro- pronouns and proper nouns. Oh God. Yeah, sorry. Damn it. Oh, anywho. Um, that was a good one, though. We're, we're, we called it Glovering, but after a while I was thinking about it, like, Danny Glover doesn't go around going, I'm too tired, I'm too old for this shit, so I'm calling it Murtoffy now. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. So. I thought you meant, like, my cell phone was going to ring and he was going to jump down off stage and fucking berate me. And- yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. Murtoffy, it sounds like you're going to throw one of those cocktails, doesn't it? <laughs> Molotov Murtoff. Yeah. yeah. But anyways, the game okay. is, I'm too adjective for the now. Okay. Uh, since Nick is the newbie of this game... And disturbed. Uh-huh. <laughs> God, Fifty Shades of Grey <laughs> is just not going to be the same anymore. And I haven't oh. read the damn thing. No. All right. Well, what about just Grey? The one told just the guy's point. That, that's no. B. Arthur. <laughs> that's B. Arthur's. Yeah, okay. Just, maybe hey, go hey. in it with dark territory here. Just go. <laughs> you put your hand on the buzzer. <laughs> All right. Here so. we go. Here we go. I'm too horny for senior citizens. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. That's perfect. You left the back door open. Sorry, go ahead. It's okay. good. And you walked right in. Yes, I did. And it was an old folks home. Uh-huh. Nice. And you had a heart on it. Thank you for uh-huh. being a friend. Okay. I'm too ballsy for this little affair. <laughs> I'm afraid to say mine now. Um, uh, I'm too big for this ball pit. <laughs> See what I mean? You just... I'm too nor... No. No. Because you're not normal. No. Uh, I'm too stinky for this locker room. I'm too nude for this Catholic retreat. I'm too randy for this wagon. <laughs> too randy for this wagon? Uh, let's see. I'm too stoned for this chocolate factory. Hmm. I'm too small for this girdle. <laughs> <laughs> I love that one. Yeah. I'm too limp for anal. <laughs> I'm too itchy for this orgy. Oh, fuck. I'm too wiggly for the wombat. I'm too oozy for this prostitute. <laughs> I'm too flappy for Howard Stern. I'm too fuzzy for this navel. <laughs> I'm too drunk for this escalator. I'm too freaky for this Friday. Oh, God. 
You're doing like the like what? the dad jokes. What's wrong? <laughs> no, I'm not saying like anything bad. Dad jokes. <laughs> I'm just like, wow, these are you know, Phil's keeping it clean. Hmm. Well, well, you know what? They'll they'll, they'll be they'll be there. And I'm saying that now, and he's going to turn around and be like, oh, dude. <laughs> I'm too weak for this shit. <laughs> and I mean shit as in on a toilet. <laughs> I'm too quiet for this three-way. Uh, when's it going to be my turn? I'm too large for this picture. Use a wide-angle lens. <laughs> um, the fisheye works just fine. I'm too straight for this parade. <laughs> I'm too sane for this M. Night Shyamalan movie. I'm too sane for this asylum. Kind of one-up me, dick. <laughs> Come on, do at least one more, please. One, yeah, okay, okay. Because okay. I think I've got one to end on. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, hey, cool, it won't be me giving up. I know. I'm too smart for Batman. I'm too pale for this nude beach. I'm too sexy for my car. Too sexy for my car. So sexy, by far. You always have to pull that one out. <laughs> oh, no, last time I said too sexy for my cat. Too sexy for my cat. Oh, pussy, oh, pussy cat. That was what I did last time. <laughs> Let's go to the audio. <laughs> I'm too sexy for my love. Too sexy for my love. Love's going to leave me. And that ends it. <laughs> you might deny it, but yeah, whatever. <laughs> well, on that note, I'm going to leave him in his... What, was your car? Car. Too sexy for your car. car. Yeah, I'm going to leave you in your car to have some fun. By far. No, Michael, don't touch me there. (laughs) (laughs) So. (laughs) Nice. (laughs) Michael Knight. Just like that, Michael. (laughs) So I guess you're calling it? Yeah, I'm calling it. So, this has been Josh. And this has been Nick, gratefully back. And still talking about his balls. Yes. (laughs) This is Nick Titanic Testicles Day. (laughs) Sorry.